This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. is going on guys this is rob carbone coming at you with another episode of bd4 tonight we are doing episode 84 um our usual monthly checkup with the knicks doing our four month progress report never never fun (laughs) never fun i'm not gonna lie it's never fun doing this but um before we get into this episode of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis, I do want to make sure you guys check out, if you haven't yet, episodes 83 or 82 and 83. Um, on episode 82, my, uh, my cousin and I, my cousin Mike and I, we covered a lot of topics. He was the third guest ever I've had on the show. We covered a ton of topics um, from the XFL and NFL to the product of the NBA to the state of the New York Knicks um, to to the Yankees, the whole Astros scandal, and a lot of different topics. It was very informative for me um, to get his insight, especially on the football side of things, because you know I don't cover a ton of that, but it was really good, and it was, I had a great time doing it. It was about 40 minutes, so if you want to listen to that, go to Apple. Apple Podcasts, you know, which is on iTunes, or there's plenty of other platforms. You can watch the video cast, um, which is on YouTube. And there's a lot of different platforms you could get all that information on my website, which is nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Once again, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com to get all of that information. And that's how you find my um, many platforms for the podcast and there you can subscribe to my blog and follow me on Twitter and on Facebook at NY Sports Talk RC or follow the Instagram at Rob J Carbone. So episode 83 or 82 was really fun. Then we got to episode 83, which we recorded on Saturday night. It was my fourth ever guest on the show. Dom is a diehard Yanks fan. He's a friend of the show. He's a friend of BD4. So I had him on the show. He's, we just talked Yanks, man, and we discussed you know the, the kind of bleak state of the team right now I guess if you want to talk about the injuries and the significance of these certain injuries that we have going on right now obviously Luis obviously the Luis Severino injury was the biggest hit of all but now we're hearing news on on Aaron judge and so that whole thing was a mess and it's it's still ongoing with this judge thing he's supposed to get a test on Monday which is probably when you're listening or watching this listening to or watching this um but we'll see how that whole thing goes and that's what me and dom talked about last night it was fun it was very informative again um very opinionated and we both gave our insight which we pretty much agreed with 
um, each other throughout the entire episode. So go check out episode 83. Very good, very fun. Dom and I had a great time and definitely going to be back on the show, as well as Mike when he was on episode 82. So go check that out, guys. Go check it out. It was very fun. Very, uh, it'll be a blast to listen to. But tonight, <laughs> tonight, like I said, we're going to talk about the New York Knicks. And real quick, I guess, I don't want to go too long because this, again, it's so boring doing Knicks stuff. But the four-month progress report, we missed month three, We missed the three-month report. Um, I was busy. I didn't have a blog or a podcast out for that one. <clears throat> but we're going to do episode 84 on that. On the four-month report, so let's let's dive into it, and you know, hopefully, we can get this done in 20 minutes. So, I gave the Knicks as a team a D minus. Still, I listen, man. It's not been good at all. Um, they're 18 and 42, which is a 300 record. That's pathetic. The only slight, maybe slight positive, slight, and I mean slight positive, um, that you could take from this is that they're competing at a higher level, you know, over the past couple of months, really under um, head head coach Mike Miller, where they are playing 368 ball, as opposed to when they were playing 181 ball under David Fisdale. So that's the only slight positive you could take from this. Um, they're competing on a higher level. But, again, a D-minus because the, the more important things remain... Stagnant. We're not, and obviously the biggest thing here is we're still not giving minutes to our future here. Um, we still have Alfred Payton, who's on a two-year contract, running point guard, who's already hit his ceiling as a player. We still have Taj Gibson, who's a 34-year-old, 10-year vet dinosaur, starting center over our franchise cornerstone. We still have Reggie Bullock going out there in that starting lineup at times. We still have Julius Randle. Just ball hog. It's and then Bobby Portis is our fucking six man. Like we we think this guy's you know Lou Williams. It's insane, and we're not giving minutes to guys like Damian Dotson and Alonzo Trier specifically. They are not being involved this season. That's part of the reason why you know that that that's part of the reason why Dotson's been inconsistent and Trier has you know been he's been he's been good Trier's been good and Dotson's been pretty good too we'll touch on them in a little bit but still the reason it's so frustrating to watch is because the Knicks are still prioritizing um giving the free agents minutes and the veterans minutes over the guys who are going to be here for at least for now for the long term so that's so frustrating and that's that's why the Knicks have a D minus because they're remaining stagnant in this rebuild process they're probably the only young team in the in the history of the NBA to call themselves a rebuilding team and not rebuild the right way. It's pathetic. I don't know if it's an ego thing. Again, I don't know if it's a this this delusional playoff mandate that we have with 22 fucking games to go or I don't know if it's obviously not the trade uh, a trade showcasing because that's far and, and done with and we only ended up trading one player. So I don't know why it's hard to it's hard to it's kind of hard to say who it is. Is it the front office? Is it Mike Miller coaching for his job? I don't know, but it's it's whatever, whoever it is, that doesn't matter. That's besides the point. The point is we need to start playing our young kids and improve them. They're not going to improve on the bench. Frankie Lakina, Kevin Knox, you can call those two busts all you want, but I'd rather have a bust going out there trying to improve than a bust not improving and just sitting on the bench. And if Knox isn't going to be in Westchester, you might as well play him. It's 
it's so frustrating. And then you have solid young kids like Dotson, who've already proved, you know, a fair amount so far in his early career. And same with Trier, who aren't getting consistency um, when it comes to getting action out there. It's so annoying. It's so frustrating. Mitchell Robinson isn't starting. He should be starting. This guy's averaging nine points and seven rebounds, and they're giving him 20, sometimes 25 minutes. But he should be out there 30, 35 minutes, and he's not. Um, There have been some positive signs in that department lately. I think it's been four games in a row. Mitch was getting 30 minutes, then he had 32, and then or three games in a row. He had 30, 32, and last night he had 29. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's something. I don't know. But it's even in the games where he stays out of foul trouble. They're not really extending him and testing his durability, testing his discipline. So you got to see these guys. It's, you know, it's... It's no point in stressing over. Let's just dive into the individual grades and talk about them. So for, we're going to start with the with the unfortunate, the very unfortunate starting lineup. Um, and Alfred Payton starts us off at point guard. I gave Alfred Payton a C plus because I think he's been okay. You know, he's a decent backup point guard playing starting point guard. So for a guy who's doing that, he's done a, a credible job. I think most of the hate on Payton is just fueled because of Frank Nielakina not getting time, right? It's not really, it's directed at Peyton, but it shouldn't really be because he's been okay. Um, he can run the floor pretty well. He has the ability to penetrate and kick it out. He plays all right defense. Um, and he, he obviously can't shoot the basketball to save his life, but he, he scores about eight, nine, ten points, and he'll give you a little bit sometimes. So a C plus for Alfred Payton. Uh, I gave Reggie Bullock a C minus. Occasionally he'll get hot and you know he'll hit a couple of threes and it'll be nice for this team to, to compete. But overall he's shooting 34% from down from downtown, which is all right. But as the strength, as his biggest strength, it's like eh, you're not giving us much. And he's an okay defender, just like Bullock, uh, just like Peyton. But Reggie Bullock has been yeah not really that good. C minus. And then R.J. Barrett, which listen he's this is one of the two higher grades on the team. Tied with somebody else we'll get to, and I think you all know who. But R.J. Barrett, I really, really like R.J. Barrett, and I think he's done a very solid job. I don't think some people give him enough credit. Um, listen, I know the efficiency is very brutal. Um, he's under 40%, right? He's under league average from three-point distance. He is under 60% on his free throws, which, not good. But, listen, he's scoring not too far under 15 points a night. He's rebounding five times a night. He's a pretty good playmaker. The thing, and he's in defensively, man, honestly, I like to think that he's been somewhere around the above average category. I don't think he's that bad of a defender. I, you know, at times he can be a little disengaged where he, he kind of gets caught ball watching and he'll lose somebody on a cut, you know, on the back door. But for the most part, I think RJ has shown capable on ball defense and he's got the strength to defend in the post as well. He's got nice upper body strength. So overall, though, I think R.J. Barrett has played to at a B level. He's been very solid. He, he's showed the ability to score you 20 points. And eventually, when that jumper starts falling a little bit more, and when he starts getting better at finishing a little bit more, because he's very good at creating space for the jumper, and he's very good at attacking and getting to the rim, I think the next step is obviously finishing that and, and making the shots and, and not getting blocked and, you know, That'll come with experience. So I think R.J. Barrett, for a rookie, 19-year-old rookie, remember that. For a 19-year-old rookie, he's certainly played well on both ends. So I give him a solid B. And some some would even argue that 
I'm giving him a um, conservative grade here. So, you know, don't hate on me. Um, but Julius Randle, he's up next. <laughs> that's, that's our coveted power forward. Um, he's been playing at a C-plus level. I think he's not as bad as he was when the season first started, right? When he was under Fizdale, he was just absolutely pathetic. But at the same time, while he has improved, he's still very um, frustrating to watch at times. He's reckless. He's still inconsistent, I guess. He's not consistently bad, but he's you know he's kind of taking the step from consistently bad to inconsistent. He's not at consistently good yet. He's kind of in the middle. He's inconsistent. So a C plus because he's inefficient offensively, takes some bad shots, misses a lot of shots at times, turns the ball over. He still does that stupid thing where he's going to spin into the post and it'll fumble it off his leg. It's like, how do you not learn this by now? It's not working. Um, the, the the step back mid-range is hit or miss. Um, he kills us in the clutch sometimes, still struggles with the free throws at times, and defensively he's just a nightmare. He has the strength to be a good on-ball defender, but I think where the issue comes most is Julius Randle's help defense is pretty, um, it's pretty poor. <laughs> it's So C+, plus. he's been, you know, like most Knicks, he's been okay. Taj Gibson, also a C+, plus. I think he's been okay. Listen, he's a decent, he's pretty decent at, at everything, right? He's not extraordinary in any single category. He's an okay um, defender. He's a good rim roller. Um, he's occasionally he'll you know he'll set nice screens. Occasionally he'll stretch the floor and hit a midi. Um, but like I said, you know at the start at the top of the show, he's not a guy who should be out there starting over Mitchell Robinson. So a C plus, he's been all right. Bobby Portis, I gave a D plus because listen. His inflated 9.7 points and 5 point something rebounds. A lot of that common garbage time. Um, this guy just, because he plays so often and and so long. And he just, he stalls the offense. Okay, he, he, he doesn't pass the ball. If he ca- catches it at the top of the arc, he's chucking that shit with his little catapult looking form. <laughs> and if he catches it into the post, we all know he's going to do that jump hook, which is hit or miss, most times miss. And the, um, again, just stagnant, playing over guys who he shouldn't be playing over. That's more of a coaching thing. But defensively, he's a mess. Help defense is atrocious. Sometimes he doesn't even put forth effort. So a D-plus because Bobby Portis has been a negative impact player. Mitchell Robinson, another, uh, the guy I said, I, I the second B that I gave out. Uh, Mitch is obviously his biggest flaws are the defensive discipline, right? The, the staying out of foul trouble and staying on his feet and not committing too much and just being able to um, to play clean defense. He still struggles with that. He's not really shown too much improvement, which is a little bit concerning to me, but that's really the only thing, the only real complaint I have on this guy. Other than his offensive game not having much versatility, versatility in it, but he's still scoring, guys. He's still scoring almost 10 points in 22 minutes, 23 minutes. So he stretches numbers out, even the rebounding, even the blocking, the points. You know, this is a guy who could probably, if they played him, again, if the Knicks played Mitchell Robinson for, I don't know, 20, uh, 30, 35 minutes, he could probably average you 15 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 blocks or something like that. He's that good, and his impact is just tremendous. It's He's their best player. He's their most exciting player. He's their most productive player, their most efficient player. You know, he's shooting like fucking 75%. He's a very good finisher, and he's 
he's just been so good for this team. And I'm glad that he's finally getting some minutes lately and he's showing his talents out there, um, especially lately. So that's Mitchell Robinson. We have a little bit, we have a few more to go, but uh, we're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll hit this, we'll finish this off, guys. All right. Hey guys, Rob Carbone here. Really quick, I just want to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is a free podcast hosting site. And I say that again, it's a free podcast hosting site that will distribute your podcast for you to other platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Overcast, and all those websites. But here's the best part. Not only is it free, not only do they share it for you, but they will pay you recording a podcast they will pay you and you can do it from your computer from your phone all you have to do is go to the anchor app and download that or go to their website which is anchor.fm to begin it's everything you need it is so convenient for podcasters like myself so please guys go download the anchor app or go to their website anchor.fm to begin see you there So Damian Dotson has been good too this season. Um, we talked about Dotson uh, a little bit in the, at the top of the show, but he's been good. The only issue again has been he's he's not being he's not been um, he's not getting that playing time that he deserves. Whether that be a DNP CD or whether that be him just not playing extended minutes in games sometimes. But when he is out on the court, he's been very solid. Um, he's hitting the three ball pretty well now. He struggled to start the season, but I think he's found some consistency over the last 12 games or so. Uh, or so. He's scoring just under 10 points, and he's shooting uh, 50% from downtown in his last 12 games. So he's, he's, he's competing on the offensive end, but he's also competing very much on the defensive end. He's one of the Knicks' best wing defenders. Um, and I just love this guy when he's on the floor. He's always going at, a, at, you know, at the speed that he needs to play at. He's going full-fledged. Um, with a full-fledged attack and just full force out there. So I like the minutes that Damian Dotson gives us, B-minus caliber, but it's we have to start playing him more, man. It sucks that he's not being included as much as he should be because this was a guy, you know, a lot of people like to talk about Trier's um, rookie season last year. Well, Dotson's sophomore year last season was very good as well. He also scored in double figures. He was also pretty efficient from the floor um, for, for a guy of, of his age. So to, to just see both he, both he and Trier get excluded like that, yeah, it sucks, man. It really does suck. But I give him a B- minus because I'm not going to hate on him for something is, that's not his fault. Um, Frankie Lakina, I gave him a C. Um, it's pretty much been the same story with Frank. He's struggled with some injuries when he's out there. He doesn't really give you anything offensively. He's not aggressive enough. He doesn't show that confidence consistently enough. Every once in a while, he'll surprise you with a bag of tricks and, and you know, 
try to dunk on somebody or he'll make a nice step back move or something in his dribble package but it's not consistent enough he doesn't show that confidence consistently enough offensively and really the only thing that Frankie Lakina is good at and he's very good at this is the defense um he has the wingspan to guard on the perimeter and in the on the inside he's got the smarts the wits and he's just a smart good aggressive um defender and he's been the Knicks best defender but it's hard to be that great of a player when that's the only thing you do, no matter how good you're at, you're, you do at it. So, a C, a C for Frankie Lucina. And Dennis Smith Jr., he's, I gave him a D-. There's not much else to say. It's been a very terrible season for the, um, the return piece in the Porzingis deal. So, there's not much else to say there. D-minus for Dennis Smith. He's had a terrible season. Yes, he's sprinkled in some bright spots here and there. But overall, the injuries, the underperformance, the underachievement, it's not been good. Speaking of not good, Kevin Knox, maybe I'm a little harsh here. But, listen, he's he's played at a failing, a failing level for an NBA player. When you're in conversation, when you're in rumors to be sent down to the G League, when you're in rumors that the Knicks almost traded you at the deadline... The Knicks almost traded you at the deadline. The Knicks almost sent you down. That's when you know you're not doing well. And he's played at an F level. The defense is absolutely dreadful. The offense is not there. I don't know what happened to his offensive game because at least last season, when he wasn't that impressive either, he was still something you know, credible at least somewhat. He was scoring in double figures. He was shooting at league average from downtown. But now it's like the shot, it has this super arc to it where it's it looks almost unnatural and it's not falling consistently enough. And that was supposed to be the best part of his game. Um, he's actually shown some some flashes to attack the rim pretty nicely and, and some athleticism to throw down a dunk here and there. But he doesn't do that often and he rarely makes cuts. He made a cut last night when Bobby Portis tossed him a give-and-go, and that was so shocking to me to see. Um, so, I, you know, I, it's hard to give Kevin Knox anything but an F because he's played at a failing level. I'm sorry, but, you know, and I'm not calling him a, a bust. I'm not saying his career is bust, but right now he's been bust-like. He's played at a bu- He's heading towards bust territory if he keeps this up. So I definitely, I give him an F. Maybe you can argue it's a little harsh, but... What's the difference? F and D. It's you suck. You suck, right? <laughs> and then to cap things off, uh, Wayne Ellington. I gave him a D. I don't really know what to give him because he, you know, he, who cares? He sucks. He's not really that good. Don't care. Um, and then to wrap it up, I have got Alonzo Trier getting a B minus. Um, this actually is the first time all season I've given him a letter grade. I've given him multiple NAs before because the Knicks don't play him enough, but. He did play in three straight games before the other night, and um, he's looked good. He's scoring, uh, well, first of all, he's shooting 48% and 36% from three. So he's always been efficient, too. Last season, his field goal percentages were very efficient. This season, they're fairly efficient as well. He's scoring 6.5 points a game. But again, this is all done in in very small minutes. It's it's a 12 he's playing on a 12 minute average scoring 7 points. So that's real really good when you extend that, you know, to 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 uh, normalized minutes out there. So Alonzo Trier has been a great offensive player, surprised by his efficiency as an isolation guy, but I love that. The defense is obviously very very bad. It's Knox bad, but he's at least a scorer, and you could take it right now for a young kid who's 
who has the chance to improve and is at least giving you offense out there, instant offense, right? He's a microwave out there. So at least he's making a positive impact to where the defense isn't harming his overall game at the moment. And then that's it, guys. That's pretty much all I have. Um, you hope that eventually we start seeing... Well, actually, they actually... Um, Kenny Wooten, there was, a, there was an announcement earlier because of his injury that he won't be joining the Knicks this season, which sucks, man. But... You hope that sometime, you know, within the next or the final couple of uh, of months here, the final month actually, we uh, we see Iggy, right? He's killing it down there in Westchester, but the Knicks haven't called him up yet, and I just hope that they do eventually, and <clears throat> we get to see what he's made of. So that's going to be that, guys. Once again, I gave the Knicks a D minus, and everybody aside from Barrett uh, Robinson and. Trier and Dotson, I think, have gotten in the C category or lower. <laughs> That's what happens when you're the Knicks, man. <laughs> you don't have good players. Um, guys, thank you so much for stopping by. I appreciate it. I always appreciate the support and the comments. And, and you know, I get some inboxes sometimes, and I get just everybody who supports the podcast, everybody who supports the blog. Um, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. This has been Rob Carbone doing episode 84 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis than by tuning in to this podcast right here, right now. Knicks four-month report. We're going to wrap things up, guys. Um, thank you once again. And if you haven't, be sure to follow my Facebook, follow my Twitter, at NYSportsTalkRC for both of those. Follow the Instagram account, Rob J. Carbone. Um, subscribe to me, subscribe to BD4, actually, on Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Anchor, Radio Public, YouTube, Overcast, Breaker, Castro, Pocket Casts, and I believe a few other platforms as well. Just go to my blog, my website, at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com to find all of that information to reach me. There's a tab called Outlets. Just click right on that and you'll it'll take you right there. So guys, thank you so much for stopping by. Once again, Rob Carbone doing episode 84 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. I'll see you next time. All right, ciao. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, be sure to leave a like, comment, subscribe, share, and all that fun stuff. If you want to follow BD4 on all the different platforms we have, all you have to do is go to my website, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Once again, that's nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Thank you guys. I'll see you next time. Ciao.